0: 58 go green This is the Green and Gold post game show on
1: the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good evening to all of you listening on the uh, the network and on the app and also all of you that I've been talking to for about the last 5 minutes over on the Bud Light live stream. The Green Bay Packers they uh, they covered the spread. Is it any kind of a moral victory? 27-17, the Green Bay Packers, they fall to the Buffalo Bills. The Packers now 3-5. and five. The Bills 6-1 and one on the season. But is there any hope after what you just witnessed? Is there any hope? You saw the Packers do some things that are unpacker-esque. They actually committed to the run. 30 carries, 197 yards tonight. The uh, is what they racked up against the number one rushing defense in the National Football League. Aaron Rodgers, 19 of 30, 203 yards, a couple of touchdowns, had the one pick. Romeo Dobbs showed up tonight, had the 26-yarder, four catches. Torre shows up, 37-yarder into the end zone. Uh, Robert Tanyan, five catches, 35 yards tonight. So there were some things that you could say, okay, maybe it, it's it's – you know, either one, it's too little, too late, and uh, just, it's going to be just playing a game of catch-up for the remainder of the season. Or you figured enough out, you can go in and start to show a little bit of this. You can go beat uh, Detroit, maybe put the uh, train back on the tracks, and who knows. Aaron Rodgers ends up with a quarterback rating of 91.4. Josh Allen 75.1 after he threw not one but two picks late in this ball game. Uh 153 yards of rushing for the Buffalo Bills, and 208 total yards tonight, as Aaron Rodgers also scrambled for 11 yards uh, by the Green Bay Packers. So they ran for more yards than they passed for this evening. Maybe they found somebody in Torre. It certainly seems like Romeo Dobbs getting a little more comfortable. But again, you have Christian Watson right away out with a concussion. Devondre Campbell had that knee issue, left with ice on his, on, on his knee, not to return. And then Quay Walker gets tossed. Dumb, undisciplined, stupid. Penalties played a key in this again tonight. Uh, Quite a few penalties. Eight penalties for the Green Bay Packers. 58 yards, only four penalties. 35 yards for the Buffalo Bills. The one on Robert Tanyan, uh, did he push off? Technically, yes. But he was also hand-to-hand combat downfield. All he was was the bigger, stronger guy. So, I, don't, I mean, had had they let that play stand, it's an entirely different ball game, and maybe something even more so you can build off of if you're the Green Bay Packers. Phone lines are wide open, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up over on Twitter, do it. Uh, you can find me at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can also uh, track us down. On Twitter, again, at Bill underscore Michaels on the Facebook fan page, The Bill Michaels Show. If you're watching over on YouTube, thanks for coming by. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Same thing over on Twitch TV. If you download the app, you can also drop us an email, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. So here's a couple of things. First and foremost, uh, I want to ask you uh, a couple of things because I got into this discussion during the game. First of all, the halftime interview with Matt LaFleur. What did you think of that? I, I want to get your opinion on that. What did you? I asked that over on Twitter, and quite a few, quite a few of you, kind of thought the same thing, um, that I thought. So I want to get more reaction to that. Uh, secondly, tonight, uh, I started talking to a friend of mine, and he called me and he said, "Hey, I'm watching this game. Um, who's the leader of that team?" And I said, well, "What do you mean? It's Aaron Rodgers." He goes, well, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" He said, "Let me give you this." And I, so I posted this, and he he sent me a quote. It was it, I don't know who it was from, but he said, "Outstanding leaders go out of their way to boost the self esteem of those around them. Leaders need to coach and then lower themselves to help raise others up. If people begin to believe in themselves, it's amazing what can be accomplished." Okay, it's a lot of smoke up your ass. I get it, but. He said, who's the leader of this team? He like, he's like, clearly it's Von Miller on defense and, and Allen over on offense. He has great players around him. Okay? And I'm like, okay, I, I can go along with that. I'm with you. He says, follow me now. He said, remember last year, the leader on defense of the winning team was Vaughn Miller. Your leader on offense was pretty much Matthew Stafford, but he also had OBJ who came in and kind of lit a fire under guys. I said okay, I can go along with that. He said, "Who's your leader on offense in Cincinnati?" I said, "Well, Joe Burrow." He said, "He's got Jamar Chase, who believes in him. Everybody else, they they raise up, right?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Who is their leader on defense?" I said, "Well, you had a guy, you know, was pretty voice, boisterous, and you know, uh, a, a couple of the guys that they had, Sam Hubbard, obviously up front, the left defensive end. They had Logan Wilson, right?" You know, Jermaine Pratt was their middle linebacker. He's like, yeah, right, Uh, Wilson and Pratt. He said, those are the two guys. I said, so what's your point? He said, who's the leader on this Packers team? He said, does Aaron Rodgers lower himself to lift guys up? No. He tells him, go get coached up by Cobby, go get coached up by the coaches, go get coached up by whatever. And I started to think about it. I said, okay, you know, outside looking in, I can see that perception. He said, who's your leader on defense? Because the guy that was the most outspoken, the guy that was brought the, the guy that brought everybody together was that Area Smith, he's gone. So who's now your leader on defense? Is that Devondre Campbell? So I don't know. Devondre very rarely speaks, so he doesn't come out and lead that way. Aaron Rodgers is the guy pointing the finger at a lot of people, but I don't know if he's lifting them up or what. It's a great question. It's a great question. I mean, Kenny Clark is not boisterous. He's not a guy that, that fires guys up around you. Jair Alexander, to a certain extent, but people are already, I'm watching tonight, people are tired of him chirping. I frankly like the attitude. It's been something we haven't seen in a long time. But who's a leader? So when you start to talk about leadership, we keep we keep asking the question, what's missing this season? What's missing? And maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. I, I don't know. That's something we can get into at, at, a, at, a, at a deeper point in time. But, um, you know, I... I I just I, I thought I'd ask the question. Um 1670 seven 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 eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's get to it. Gerard listening to us in Jersey uh, New, uh Gerard, what's going on, man?
2: The first time to- how you doing, Bill, the first time Good. in years I seen a free rusher to the quarterback on a blitz and it was Barrington. I haven't seen that. I can't remember. Every time they blitz, they usually get blocked or they run into the guard or anything else. But, but at the end of the game, Rodgers is sitting on the bench laughing with Jones and Dillon, and they're having a good old time. I don't know what that means, if anything. They do lack leadership, and we're talking about a guy who's pushing 40 years old, and we're still wondering if he's a leader or not. This is what kills me. I, 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 the, the defense is, is still isn't fixed. we got a safety and savage that can't come up and make a play. I was watching him the whole game. I thought they pulled him for a second there. But I was watching him, you know, as much as I can the whole game. What he does is he dances around the pile. He doesn't get in the mix. He had a gap where he could have put that running back right on his rear end, and he, and he, and he missed the tackle. He's drops passes. There's a lot of, you know, this is, you could say this is mid picking. But this is what wins you games against these teams, making big plays on defense. And, and it, uh, the offensive line, Nyman, <laughs> oh, my God. He got blown up so many times, I thought he was getting knocked into yeah. right his lap. It yeah. was embarrassing. How Now, look at the difference between how physical Buffalo played. And, mm-hmm. and look, they, they, they took their foot off the pedal in the second. They, they sort of did. You know, and when that ball was tipped and, and, and the, the interception after the turnover, after Douglas intercepted the ball, that was the game really right there. And uh, we're going to need a long snapper because this guy's throwing them into the dirt or four feet high and the whole bit. So we're going to go through another long snapper pretty soon anyway because that was a really bad snap on that last field goal attempt to, right. uh, when Crosby missed He's been it. low all night, but,
1: too. Coco been low all night.
2: Yeah, well, you know, what, you know, it, it, there's still so much to, to, to fix on this team, Bill. And I, let me tell you about trades. I don't make any trades. I don't make anything. I don't do anything. Maybe I get rid of a couple of guys, but I don't. And one guy I like is that Anabarke. I, I'm probably mispronouncing it, 55. And, this and guy plays, He plays hard. He really yeah. plays hard the whole game, and he's quick. So he has some potential. But I mean, as far as as far as they 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 are, uh, to me, Bill, uh, you know, I've been watching them a long time. Um, they're not gonna they're not gonna go anywhere. They they really are. Now you notice Rogers was they finally moved the pocket near the, What they do in the end of the third, third move mm-hmm. the pocket a little bit where he started rolling out a little bit. Yeah. Why does it take them so long, Bill? Why did that take them so long to do that to avoid the rush up the middle? I mean, why, you, why everything they do, it takes so long to make an adjustment? And then when, when, when Lafleur was interviewed when he, at the half, he had tears. I'm looking at this guy. He looked like he was ready to cry.
1: That's what I thought, too. I agree with you. That's what I thought. I thought he either just got done crying or he was about ready to cry. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> What, what I thought maybe it was, it was like an emotional halftime speech or something, and he he's, I, I don't know. It just—I completely oh. agree with you. It looked like uh, it looked like Matt Lafleur was about ready to break down or had just broken down.
2: Oh, it's brutal. It, it is really yeah. brutal, Bill. It really is. And you know, I like the the aggressiveness with a little bit of chirping, but I think that's making up for them just playing poorly. I think they just—that's like a—that's like street ball. You yep. know what I'm saying? They're playing like yep. street ball.
1: And that, to look, that's what yeah. I go back to when I talk about leadership. It's like that. that's where I'm at. It's like who's the leader of this defense right now?
2: You're right. You're right. You're right. And there are no leaders. And Campbell, I mean, I, I, it's too bad he got hurt. My God, the man is out of his. He's overrunning the ball. He's. What happened to him?
1: He's what trying to make to up for guy? other people's ineptitude, I think. Maybe. Maybe, but yeah. I mean,
2: all of them, all of them, one time or another. It, it, I mean, Douglas looked bad on several. They, I mean, it's just, it's just,
0: yeah. I don't
2: know. It, it's just so many issues. That's why I don't make any any trades, Bill, because I don't want to give up anything. Uh, who knows what's going to happen after this season? And you know, we don't know. You know what I mean? You hope they get another right. defensive coordinator in there, and 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 maybe I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I just yep. don't know. This looks like a waste of talent to me. It looks like... I can't get true. over no. that
1: they've got, what is it, seven first-rounders on that defense,
3: defense. And
1: we thought and, they were going to be so good on paper. Now, granted, maybe yeah. it takes Quay Walker and Devontae White a season to get acclimated. Maybe they get better. But I am just stunned that the fundamentals of the ability to... T- and Darnell Savage used to put his head, his shoulder, everything in there. He tackles yeah. like my sister. I mean, it's, me it's
2: embarrassing. Yep. Yeah, and five of the seven defensive players, players are the highest paid on the team that you just yeah. spoke about. And yep. this is, this is you know, I tell you, if someone comes to me and says, we'll give you a third for Preston Smith, he's gone. I mean, you know, I know they stink in a third round, but I mean, you, you know, you, this is stuff you got to really think about. They're not going to do it. I know they're not going to do it. Because they don't want to make it look like cause they they'll lose the fan, you know they'll lose some fans. So we got to keep pulling the fans. Remember that. Remember yeah. that. That's that's one of their things. Got to keep so, that money you know, coming in. Yeah, no, that's the game. You know that. That's the game. Yep. And keep uh, You know, don't forget, Bill. We need the pump in circumstances. That's what they. You're you the know, man, Gerard. Right. Thanks, it's, bud. Good night, Bill.
1: Appreciate it. There you go. Let's go to Bruce. Bruce, welcome to the program, man. What's happening?
4: Man, you see, I'm going to put it to you like this. How long, I mean, okay, how much more can you take of this? And I want to know what um, Matt Loflora's excuse is going to be this time around. I don't understand. Okay, the guys in the defense cannot, they, they cannot tackle. What is they run around like kids out there and they can't even tackle. And Aaron Rodgers, I'm sorry, man. I'm ready to I'm ready to pack him up, send him off somewhere else. I can't stand him. He he needs to go. If this if this continues, I'm gonna say that they are in I think they they're gonna go in the rebuild. They need to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. This, this is just ridiculous his game is just like I just had it. I had it with I, I just, I'm, I'm ready to let Aaron Rodgers go. Somebody step up and say something, but uh I wanna hear Matt about LaFleur's excuse this time. He, yeah, he it's said uh, he challenges his players. What what is his excuse? I wanna know. Seriously. Yeah. And he well, and, and if he can and he can't answer that question. Then you should not be the you should not
1: be the head coach of the Green Bay Packers, Bruce. Always good, man. I appreciate it, pal. Talk to you. So that's Bruce giving us a shout from uh, I believe in Milwaukee here, and Gerard was from uh, from uh, I believe it's Jersey. I Believe in that area. I'm probably or newer. I can't remember. Hell, I can't remember. Anyway. 877-867-1670. Uh, let's do this. I got a lot of people chiming in on the Bud Light Livestream, all of you over there. Uh, I want to get to you. I want to get your comments in. A lot of good stuff here flying in today. So let's uh, let's start pulling it up, shall we? Let's do this. Boy, that's just too long. Uh, this one. Who's this one from? This is from uh, Benjamin. Ben. I saw sparks in our office tonight. That gives me hope better, but not where we need to be. Go out and get a few weapons, and then we're going to be good. This one is uh, from our buddy Watcher22. Where do you go from here? 2023 draft talk, I guess. Gerard is from Delaware, by the way. Thank you very much over on the Bud Light live stream. This one is from Drew. Said, we look bad. Draft picks look bad. Too much to fix. This one. I'm just kind of going randomly at this point. Watcher, again, a lot of injuries in the games, fans, players, everything. Everything's going on. Everything's bad right now. This one is also from, uh, from Dave. Dave says, come on, Dave, pull back up. There we go. Uh, need a new person in charge of the draft and a new D coordinator right now. Um, this one is from Christopher. I think it's from Christopher. No, this is from Scott. Most of the defensive picks, terrible. Tyler, Packers need weapons. Noby, replying to everybody else saying Packers stink. Uh, John says... Uh, let's see here. He said, uh, "This is the one that says uh, Tyler Packers need more weapons as well." So it, it goes on from there. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up again. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. I'll try to get to everybody coming up here shortly. Stay tuned. Got a whole lot more. Uh, the uh, Green and Gold Post Game Show. It's coming up to you right after this. This is the
0: Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
1: Packers beaten tonight 27 17. Welcome back. It's the Green and Gold Post Game Show. I'm Bill Michaels. Uh, glad to have you on board this evening. Hey, thanks to everybody watching. Over on the Bud Light live stream as well, Matt LaFleur after the ball game. We're going to hear from him coming up here in just a short bit. Uh, What really did in the Green Bay Packers was penalties, extending drives, the penalty, uh, unfortunately, on Tanya that killed a touchdown opportunity. But really, uh, you know, you you get the three and out to start the game. And you think this is exactly what you want. This is exactly what you want. The Packers then go nine plays, 34 yards. They turn it over on downs, and then they give it right back to Buffalo. Buffalo then scores on the next five possessions. Touchdown, eight plays, 61 yards. Touchdown, four plays, 51 yards. Touchdown, eight plays, 65 yards. Then a field goal, four plays, 51 yards, and eight plays, 56 yards, and another field goal. And that was all she wrote. That was all they needed. The next two drives to begin the fourth quarter uh, was two picks. Josh Allen picked off twice in, in the beginning of the fourth, which gave you a little bit of a glimmer of hope. But, you know, for the most part, it was five straight scoring drives where the defense just gave it up. The defense, not a horrific day. In the grand scheme of things, they held the Bills to only 28.6% on third down. And Josh Allen only threw for 218 yards, a quarterback rating of 75.1. But it was penalties. it extended drives. It gave them second chances. And you still gave up 153 yards rushing on the day. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. 867 1670 Did you find hope? Did you find any hope? Or are you just looking at this next upcoming game as Detroit going... This is the hope game where you beat them, you get some hope. Maybe it's false hope. Maybe it's real hope. Maybe you get a second half like they just had against Buffalo, put an entire game together against Detroit, and then you come back and, and maybe you're ready to roll after that. Uh, let's go back to the phone uh, phone calls. Let's go to uh, let's go to Vin. Vin, welcome to the program, man. What's up?
0: Hey, Bill, how's it going? I mean, this this phone call would have been worse because I was pretty. <laughs> I want to say pretty PO'd most of the night watching it. I like the fight back. But honestly, Bill, the only hope I see for the Packers getting on check, just like when I called you Friday, if Brian Gutekunst would get off his ass and make a move. Some, some of your callers say, oh, just trade Rodgers. Let's, let's get the draft picks. What, what, what are we going to need draft picks for, honestly? to right. Goody's just going squ- to squander those draft picks anyway. So what the hell do we need more draft picks? Why can't we just get – you see the problems. Like, yeah, the offensive line, I get that. But you see the problems. We need more receivers. I don't know what – I just don't know why Goody doesn't see that if he would just shock everybody Tuesday and just make a move. You,
1: you hear me, Bill? Yep. I, I, you know, I look at it this way. If you can go out and make a move and get a wide receiver for at least this year and the next year, yep. then you got a fighter's chance. Because yeah. you got to make a move in the you know, offseason anyway.
0: Yeah, and can I make another point, Bill?
1: Yeah, go ahead. I saw
0: a couple calls say this. Um, when when is it about time they either bench Dean Lowry, or, Dean Lowry, or get rid of him? Because I saw it tonight too. I saw him getting double teamed, bulldozed down to the ground, and everything. And you know, when, when is it time to either bench him or just get rid of him completely? I know he had the good year last year, but honestly. Honestly, if I was Goody again, why are you going off one good year with Dean Lowry? Upgrade that position instead of going with a freaking, not crappy player, but like a mediocre player, you know what I mean?
1: Dean Lowry tonight uh, in the trenches was in on two tackles, one solo, one assist. That was it. Yep.
0: And honestly, too, I, and one more point, I just, to light a spark on people's asses, too, I really, I think Joe Barry should, should get fired. I think the Packers should just do something just to spark, a, just spark it. Fire Joe Barry just to get some get something going. Thanks for the call, Bill.
1: All right, buddy, appreciate it. Yeah, Rasul Douglas, anytime you have a defensive back as your leading tackler, your day sucks. Quay Walker, by the way, your second leading tackler. Preston Smith, five of them. Adrian Amos, your safety position, five of them. Darnell Savage, four of them. And I would say probably as many as as many whiffs as he had tackles. Isaiah McDuffie came in, played admirably in a, in a tough situation. Four tackles tonight. Kenny Clark, four of them. Wilson, three tackles, one of them being a sack. They sacked uh, uh, Allen twice today. One of them with uh, Rasul Douglas coming off the edge, which was solid. He also had an interception and a pass defended. So, nice day for him, Rasul Douglas had. But, no, I... Look, I know some of you will say, don't make a trade. Keep the draft choices and build on it. You know, uh, uh, like what? Like what? Josh Myers was solid. A.J. Dillon's been solid. I'm going by second rounders. Uh, Elton Jenkins been solid. Josh Jackson was a second rounder. Oren Burks was a third rounder. Jamon Moore was a fourth rounder. Cole Madison, J.K. Scott, MBS, Equinemius St. Brown, James Looney, Hunter Bradley, Kendall Donerson. All of them. Gone from the 2018 draft. The only one remaining is Jair Alexander. That's it. Your third round draft choices have been atrocious. Jay Sternberger, Oren Burks, Josiah Aguara, Amari Rogers, uh, Sean Ryan. We don't know how he's going to pan out. But that's the third round draft choices. You hang on to draft choices. Chase Claypool, apparently they're asking for a second rounder. I do that right damn now. He's gonna he's gonna require money down the road. Who cares? You were willing to pay Devontae this guy's younger. Eight seven seven, eight six seven, sixteen seventy. I just you you gotta it's it's Collinsworth said it tonight on the broadcast. He said, These guys don't know what, what Devontae knew. To break open. Samari Torre saw that. He's like, oh, wait a minute. This is open. I I forced the safety off to the left. I ended up breaking to the right. I left about 20 yards of field in front of me that only I could get to. Rodgers found me. Boom, touchdown. Rodgers meets him at the sideline. That's what I'm talking about. Guys, aren't they're not not doing that. And I had said at the beginning of the season, one of the things about this team is when you get into two-minute situations, they are going to suck. They don't have it. They don't have that ability. Damned if that wasn't what we saw tonight, too anybody just get somebody with some experience and don't give me the retreads don't give me crap get somebody they won't do it if they do it knock me over with a feather uh aaron says judy or Chubb, i'd go right now um drew says can you tweet out the halftime interview i you know i boy i wish i could if anybody has it put it on a video and shoot it out on twitter and then I'll try to I'll try to uh, I'll try to get it out there, but yeah, just you just looked at coach's eyes, and you're like, what? He, he looked like he looked like he had either a really emotional halftime speech, okay, or he was crying, he was ready to cry. And I, I thought, you know, maybe, maybe there's emotion in there. I'm not saying it's a sign of weakness. I'm thinking maybe this was it. Maybe he knew, guys, you got to give me something. We got, we got to do better than what we're doing. Something has to change right here, right now. Anything. If you're even going to be close to this game, otherwise you're going to get blown out. This is it. Obviously, it was too little, too late. And they just don't have the ability to get downfield. The offensive line will co- eventually come together. They got schooled in the first half, and they came together better in the second half. Yeah, Yash I got blown up. I get that. And Rodgers didn't have a ton, ton of time to throw the football. But it'll come together. And I tweeted out, at least Bakhtiari looked pretty good tonight. A couple of times on double teams, man. He was doing some pancaking tonight. He looked like the old, old David Bakhtiari again. I was really happy to see that.
0: Blue 58! Go! Green 18! This is the Green and Gold Postgame
1: Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Packers knocked off by the Buffalo Bills. They at least beat the spread, but still 27 17 and 11.5 point spread in tonight's contest. Uh, the Packers at least. Held it off, but uh, nevertheless, it's a loss. They go to three and five. Bills go to six and one. Vikings win again today. Vikings won again, eating up the division. Vikings right now six and one in the season. Chicago and Green Bay both sitting at three and five. Detroit one and six. Detroit got beat at home, in a valiant effort by by Detroit, but it was uh, pretty much all for naught as they ended up getting beat yet again as well. Uh, around the rest of the league, obviously, on Thursday night, twenty-seven twenty-two. Tom Brady's problems, they continue to spin. Not only did he lose, but he ended up getting divorced or at least filing the divorce papers. Early on today, the Broncos get a 21-17 win over a Jaguars team that appears to be down and out. The Falcons held off the Panthers at home, 37-34. Cowboys smoked the Bears, putting up a 49 spot on them, and it wasn't even 49-29 was the final. It wasn't even really that close. Uh, the Dolphins came back to get a win, putting up 14 in the third quarter, and the Lions got shut out in the second half, 31-27. The final 34-26, the Vikings held off the Cardinals. Cardinals needed that one too bad, and they didn't get it. How about them Raiders? Holy mackerel, wait a minute. Did you see that Raiders game? The uh, the, the Saints beat the Raiders, but today, Devontae Adams, five targets, only one catch And three yards. Oh, that's a bad day at the office. I don't care who you are. Oof. Terrible day for Devontae Adam and the Raiders. Patriots knock off the Jets, 22-17. Continue the win streak over the Jets. Somewhat of a surprising game. The Eagles dominated. They remain undefeated, 7-0 on the season, 35-13. Knock off the Steelers. Titans, 17-10 over the Texans. Washington goes into Indianapolis and gets the win, 17-16. 31-14, the 49ers again beat, I think it's for the sixth straight time, beat Sean McVay and the L.A. Rams in L.A., 31-14. Seahawks get the best of the Giants out there in Seattle, 27-13. And then tonight, the Sunday night game, 27-17, the Bills knock off the Packers. The Packers' second half, they put up 10 points in the second half after only putting up seven in the first half. They held the Bills the three points in the second half. After giving up uh, 24 in the first, you tell me, is there any hope? Is there any hope? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Phone lines are wide open. Uh, Going to those of you over on the Bud Light live stream as well, trying to get everybody's comments in as much as we can. We're going to hear from Matt LaFleur coming up. We're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers coming up. Mike Clemens is going to be joining us coming up here in a little bit as well. Who's this from? Uh this is from Marv. He says, I'll call it right here. Lions are going to win at home next week. Not seeing much there that he really likes. Uh this team right now, according to the bad guy TVs, this team feels so disjointed, nobody looks happy on the sideline. And uh Andrew wants to know how late is the show going tonight. Andrew, I'm done at midnight, man. I think that's that's all we could take, right? That's all we can take. Can't take much more of that. Uh, what else do we have here for you? Who was the player that pushed the coach? I see way too many mental mistakes from this team, Steve. That was uh, that was Quay Walker, first round draft choice. Gave a shove. It wasn't a coach. It was actually the uh, the practice squad tight end that they shoved. That he shoved, and it looked like the 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 tight end, the practice squad tight end, tried to kind of help him from flying out of bounds from keep, you know continuing to roll out of bounds. But as he got up, he kind of tried to help him up. And, uh, you know, Quay Walker may have taken that as he was trying to shove him, so he shoved him back. But you can't, first of all, anybody that is not in pads, you cannot shove. Period. End of story. He's got to know that, man. You can't do that. One of the signs that I've always stated when it comes to poor coaching is discipline. When guys are not in position to make plays, when guys are being outworked, out-hustled, and out they lack discipline because they go rogue they get frustrated they get pissed off and they make make stupid moves quay walker was the epitome of that at the time now i will say this the one penalty on robert tanya just before he got the touchdown pass that to me could have gone either way because he was just a bigger stronger guy the problem was he shoved him so hard it was obvious. Had he just kind of put his arm out and just to kind of get him off of him, he might have gotten away with it, but because he was just so big and strong versus the defensive back, it was it was obvious in that 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 sense. 8778671670. Couple of mics on board. Mike in Rockford, Mike, welcome to the program and the Green and Gold Post Game Show. What's going on, man?
5: Hey, Bill. Listen, um, you know, I'm going to say this. Uh the, the Packers were were beat obviously not as badly as I thought. I, I, I really thought this was going to be a blowout by the Bills. Um, I, I was, you know, I know I know everyone's pissed off that the Packers lost, but I think they played, they stayed, they hung in there. And and I'm going to tell you something. I don't think, you know, at halftime, I saw, my buddy and I are sitting there in my basement watching the game, and we watched Matt LaFleur at halftime. You know, you know what? I don't know if he had tears in his eyes. Yeah, his eyes looked a little glassy, but... He looked more like deer in the headlights to me. He looked like he didn't even know what to say. Um, because you know what? What do you say? Well, what are you going to do? You're going to continue to run the ball. You're down. Uh, you don't have the weapons. Aaron Rodgers is a shell of himself. You know, uh, and and he just, it doesn't look to me like, it just doesn't look like this team. They couldn't even run the two-minute. I mean, look at when they were running, you know, they were doing the, uh, there were no huddle offense, the two-minute offense. They, they even, was it? Collinsworth said he goes these guys don't look like they know what they're doing out there right um, it's and that and that falls on the coaching and that's and that's why I blame the coaching and you know I'm gonna say this I said this in the beginning you know everyone was giving all these praises to Matt LaFleur Oh, man, he's a he's gonna be a great head coach you know get rid of Mark McCarthy look at how good he is let's keep in mind he's riding the coattails of Aaron Rodgers okay if you take Aaron Rodgers off this roster the Packers would have won zero games this year, okay? Because I'm that confident. I listen. People are saying trade Rodgers. Listen to me. You, you got it. This guy is still an elite quarterback, and and if you just get him the pieces he needs, and and you know our offensive line is is battered up, you know, and and he doesn't have time. He's running for his life back there and um you know it's it's just not a good year there's injuries all over it's a, it's a weird year in the league we're we're seeing weird scores we're seeing upsets that you don't you wouldn't imagine but the other caller said something and I want to reflect on it i got a bad feeling bill about this game in detroit and i'm going to tell you why the detroit lions for some reason have always given the packers a hard time they just in detroit the packers have had sometimes bad times losing there not a lot, but they just seem like sometimes Detroit has their number, and mm-hmm. you know Detroit's due to win a game. They're one in six, right? And that's what that's what scares me. And then these injuries that the Packers got today, we don't know how serious they are. Uh, is, is the concussion? Is it going to keep uh, what's his name out? The receiver and then uh, Christian you know, Watson, the his, yeah, and the and the guy with his knee. So, but you know what, Bill. At the end of the day, I'll say one last thing. I'll hang up. I just I don't you know people have to um we got to sit back and realize listen you know I'm in Rockford Illinois here and I'm originally from Chicago but I grew up a Packer fan since I was a kid my father was from Wisconsin and you know I'm going to tell you you know we could we could be the Chicago Bears how would everybody like to be like the Bears right now in that organization the Packers have dominated the NFC for close to 30 years the NFC North and um you you know, we're having a bad year, and we're just always so used to number twelve bailing us out. And everybody's, you know, always thinking that you know this team's always going to win. And there's a little bit of arrogance about Packer fans,
3: yeah. and we
5: have to step back and say, you know what? Injuries happen, rosters change, and you're not always going to win. But but the window is small. And I do blame a lot of the Packers organization on how they drafted. They they didn't give Rodgers help for two three years in a row when he needed it, and if and then they get rid of Devontae Adams, and you know. That's all i got to say, Bill, but we'll see what happens. I don't think they're going to the
1: playoffs this year, though. I really don't. I, I, I think it's looking really bleak. Appreciate the phone call, man. He drops off. You get on board, 877-867-1670. Let's go back to uh, the next Mike. Mike listening to us in West Allis, Wisconsin. Mike, how you doing today, man? What's going on?
6: I'm doing good. How's it going, Bill?
1: Good, man. What are you thinking?
6: Yeah, so i, I got three points. Uh, number one, what is Sammy Watkins still doing on this team? One catch, three yards. He gets hurt in the third quarter, of course. You know, the guy, yep. he, he can never stay healthy. He can't get open. He has no speed or juice whatsoever. I just don't even understand why he's playing out there. I'd much rather have Samari Touri out there because he's younger. He's got fresh legs, and he made, he made that big play today. I just think that he deserves some playing time going forward. Uh, I would think number, so, too. Yep, yep. And number two, you know, what we've been seeing this season, Bill, is a microcosm of the last four years. You know, what have we all been saying? Packers need a number two opposite Devontae Adams. Well, now you don't have Devontae. You don't have a one or a two. They haven't invested in the wide receiver position since 2014, since they got Devante in the second round, and it's showing its ugly face again. You know, even worse, because now they don't have Devontae, and number three, what is the downside for the Packers in acquiring a, a Chase Claypool, or a Jerry Judy, or Elijah Moore, somebody like that, when you know, you're going to have them for this year and for next year, you're not mortgaging your future because that, that wide receiver would be the future, Bill. You'd have them this year, right. next year. You'd, prob- you'd probably sign them a long-term extension. You're going to need that position anyways. I just don't see the downside to that.
1: You know, we might be because yeah. they think every freaking draft choice they make is going to be gold and it's going to be some all pro caliber wide receiver that they're going to hold on to for five years and get the most out of. And they don't want to pay anybody right away. And it's when you find a guy like a Claypool or more and those guys that have proven themselves and the, all they want is a second round draft choice. If you said right now that you pick this year, Chase Claypool with the second round draft choice, you'd be freaking thrilled, right? Then why would you not trade a second-round draft choice for a guy that's proven himself? It just doesn't make sense to me.
6: I I don't understand it, Bill. And we've seen, you know, Christian Watson is talented, but the guy can't stay on the field. I think he hasn't even been able to get through a game staying healthy. So that's kind of a waste of a draft pick this year. Maybe he's good going forward. Maybe not. Maybe he's just always hurt. And then what do you have going forward? You know, Doug, he, he looks like he could be a player, but I don't think he's a one. I don't think he'll ever be like And that. Romeo Doves, by guy. the way,
1: was a what? A fourth-round draft think. choice.
6: Right. He's a fourth-rounder. <laughs> he's, he's not a first- or second-round draft pick. So I, I just don't see the downside to acquiring one of those guys. And I, I just think it's football malpractice by Gutekunst if he doesn't make a move
1: completely agree mike appreciate the phone call we got to run good stuff from mike good stuff from the mike prior to that when we come back the man you want to hear from Matt Lafleur. he speaks to the media you're going to hear it all it's coming up next on the green and gold post game show stay right here this is the green and gold post game show on
0: the wisconsin sports zone radio network
1: The game Postgame Show is brought to you by our friends over there at Bud Light. Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We are glad to have you on board tonight. As always, thanks for uh, taking a listen to us. I know it's more therapeutic at this point than anything. Packers lose again. 27-17, yes. The moral victory is they covered the spread. They actually put up 10 points in the second half of this one, only giving up three. But it was too little, too late as the Packers yet again uh, succumb. And now that at least they've got the Detroit Lions, there's some hope on the docket coming up. But whether or not it's going to get them into the postseason, I don't know if they're going to get enough wins totaled to get there. At least tonight they discovered oh, by the way, if you do stick with the run, you can run the football. So who knows? But nevertheless, Matt LaFleur at the podium just a few moments ago. Take a listen to what Matt had to say. There you go. That's Matt LaFleur uh, talking. He's getting into some other detailed stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's stuff of interest, but it's a little bit on the deeper side when it comes to, you know, what's going on with this team. Um, 877-867-1670, 1670 If you want to hit us up, uh, go ahead and do so. Again, eight seven seven We'll load up all the phone calls that are on the, uh, the line, and we'll get to you coming up here momentarily. This one is from Bill. Bill says, uh, at what point does LaFleur actually feel the heat? Uh, which I I think four losses in a row on a team that's been playing pretty ugly. Uh, contract or no contract, I I think he's starting to feel the heat. Uh you know, I mean he's you know, he's not talking about motivational things. He's not talking about stuff when it gets into the specifics. He's talking about, you know, Christian Watson and what happened and who has to fill what role and what they did after the fact and he you know what i what i wanted to hear is exactly what he said you know they showed us a cover 0 on the fourth down and we, what what are you doing you you get a cover 0 they're coming all out on the fourth down and you still run the damn ball you know you you didn't leave room to check out of it nothing you know i i, I bad play call at least it was from under center. You gave it a a, a a fighter's chance. At least maybe you've been listening to the program, but nothing. Nothing. It's it just another. You know, oh, I was my bad play call. Well, how many bad play calls are you going to have in key moments of games? You know, how many bad ones? Obviously, Quay Walker, you can't be that stupid. You know, you can't get into that. Um, yeah. Josh says, just another excuse from Mr. Blah Blah. Ryan says, can't listen to Matt LaFleur anymore. No passion. It's like listening to the guy call out Ferris Bueller's name in roll call. Bueller, Bueller. Brooklyn says, uh, Matt LaFleur, while he may seem like a smart offensive coordinator, he is a stupid head coach. A lack of discipline. All the details are should have, would have, could have. I can't listen to him anymore. This team is lost. Jake says at least they showed some fight in the second half. Maybe a little hope to beat some of the weaker teams, but they're going to get about seven wins at best. Johnny says uh, just shut up. Stop it. Just shut up. Quit giving us the excuses as to why you didn't win. We'd love to hear the excuses as to why you can't fix them. And Blake, uh, last but not least, says... Uh, I do like Matt LaFleur. I like his personality, but I think he's too milk toast to be the head coach of a team that's going through adversity. You need a strong leader, and he's not. That is from Blake. There you have it. 877 uh, 867 Let's do this. When we come back, uh, Aaron Rodgers at the podium as well. I want to get into that conversation. Take a listen. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Green and Gold Postgame Show coming up next. This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio
0: Network. Take
1: down. Down, down, down. Packers take it on the chin tonight. They get knocked off. And they now go to 3 and 5, 27 17, the final. That was uh, inside the Buffalo Bills arena, so to speak, and uh, that game tonight uh, just, it, boy, I tell you what, uh, Highmark Stadium out there in Orchard Park, New York, a uh, rocking, raucous place, loud tonight, but the Packers just couldn't overcome the noise, couldn't overcome themselves, mistakes, many of the things Matt LaFleur talked about after the ball game, after Matt LaFleur got done talking, Aaron Rodgers went to the podium. Take a listen to what he had to say. There you go, Matt. Or excuse me, Aaron Rodgers after the game today, and a lot of a lot of talk about what uh, you know they had and the opportunities, and you know some of the bright spots that they had on offense. But all in all, too little, too late. And the question then becomes: Do you have hope? Do you get hope out of any of that? Um, You know, any of the postseason, or excuse me, any of the uh, the the postseason hopes getting to a wild card? Even I you know i think with what we saw in the second half i could probably say they should or at least will play competitively against the lions but this team struggles to to get out to get 20 points or more on a consistent basis right you know <laughs> i mean we they lost 27-17 23-21 27-10 27-22 they won 27 24 14 12 27 10 for a team that we're used to putting up the potential of 35 points or more the most they've scored twice this year is three t- or excuse me um, twice this year is 27 they're they're averaging just about 17 to 19 points per game it's one of the lowest scoring teams. In the NFL, I, just, the offense just doesn't have it. And a ton of pressure is put on the defense to be perfect almost every drive. I'm not forgiving the defense because at times, you know, and again, the question comes up today, you're sitting here looking at third and five, third and six, and you've got your D-backs playing third and ten and backing up upon the snap. I don't get it. Joe Barry has to be one of the dumbest whatever's. I can't say it. Oof. Joe. I I don't get it at all. Happened again tonight. So it it just... There's a lot of things that Aaron Rodgers discussed. It's frustration. It's a lot of little moments you can kind of build off of, but all in all, it's another loss. It's a ten point loss. It's not being able to get into the 20s. It's an offense that is somewhat anemic, goes away for most of the time. They get into a little bit of a rhythm and then it all gets shut down. All gets blown apart. All gets blown apart. So I, I completely agree with many most of what you're saying. Uh 877 867 1670 When we come back Mike Clement's going to join us we'll wrap it up but good stuff tonight from everybody whether it's phone calls over on the Bud Light live stream also uh, with everybody emailing as well good stuff stay tuned we got a lot more of the Green and Gold post game show coming up next
0: This is the Green and Gold post game show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network
6: Tonight, that we show. We go right back to it this week. Right back to it this week. Listen, listen, be smart tonight. Be smart tonight. I know we got a lot to work on, but it's hard to win. I'm going to reinforce that. It is hard to win in this week, man. Proud
1: of you guys. Welcome back to the program. Packers get knocked out by the Buffalo Bills. That is their head coach, Sean McDermott, in the Bills' locker room after beating the Green Bay Packers. Bring him in now, our buddy Mike Clemens, uh, along for the ride. And Mike, um, you know, I know there's a little bit of a moral victory to take out of the second half of this ball game, but still, they have now lost four in a row. They, uh, you know, really had an you know, inept first half of the game. Uh, mistakes continue to happen. I mean, what do you say? You know, I mean, it gives you a little hope, but not much.
7: Starts off with the injury to Christian Watson. This guy just can't stay on the field. He takes the helm of the helmet shot. I don't know. I was kind of surprised maybe there wasn't a, a flag thrown on the bill that hit him, but he's now going to be in for a concussion. Um, and then this Quay Walker incident. There was this play where Stephon Diggs caught that ball over the middle. The next play, they, he ended up scoring on a touchdown pass. But the ball came loose, and there was a review going on, and Eric Stokes, you know, your corner, was in there in the in the pile trying to pull the ball out, or he thought he had possession of it. And then I don't know what happened exactly after that, but the next thing I know is on the very next play, Rasul Douglas was at the corner. Stokes was on the sidelines, getting yelled at by Rich Bisaccia, and uh, they had Keyshawn Nixon in there playing in the slot, and you know Dig scored on a touchdown. And then you had this situation where Quay Walker, you're in, and then Stokes came back in the in the in the game. Uh, Lafleur was asked about it. And he said, hey, "We just made a change." So I, don't, no, I don't, we don't quite know what that story is yet. But then there's a situation where Quay Walker is running down a guy into the Bills bench, and either with an assistant coach or one of their staff, it wasn't a player, a guy with a cap and coat, is yelling something at Quay, and he shoves this guy back. And then upon further review, not only did they take a 15-yard unnecessary roughness uh, uh, penalty or unsportsmanlike, but he got ejected from the game. And LaFleur was asked about mm-hmm. that situation with the rookie.
8: You know, I, I don't know exactly what happened. I could not see it. But like I told him on the field, I said, it's always the second guy. you got to keep your poise. And that's something we, we talk about. We stress all the time. And we show clips of guys around the league losing their mind. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an unfortunate lesson that, he, that he's got to learn. I hope it's a, a good reminder for everybody on our football team because that's the kind of stuff that I have zero tolerance for.
1: The uh, not only did that happen, but then, like you had mentioned, the injury. Devondre Campbell goes down; he's got an injury. But this team falls behind early, and I, I tell you what—that even that fourth down play where he said he had a bad call—and I understand all of that. But they needed it; they needed to keep the you know keep uh, the Buffalo Bills off the field. And the Bills just put the dagger in them early in this ballgame, and they just weren't able to catch up.
7: Yeah, you know, Aaron Rodgers, a couple of the players seem to be a little resentful. Like, how does this happen two weeks in a row that one of our studs, last week it was David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins. We find out 90 minutes before the game, he's not going to go. So now we've got to put Zach Tom in at left guard, and we assume it's because of the knee. Uh, but whatever the case um, they've got, you know, that is jarring to this offense. And then you see the Bills just penetrating right up the middle uh, through the Packers' pass protection. So, you know, Rodgers was just under duress trying to throw even short passes with the pressure he's getting right up the middle. And that led to, you know, the Packers having to, to punt or turn over and uh, falling behind early. And Lafleur was asked about, you know, the, how the flow of the game started out erratically in favor of the
8: Bills. We're in a hole. I want to say, would they score five consecutive drives after the, the we held them to a three and out and the next five possessions are getting points? Whereas, you know, we had opportunities, you know, where we didn't always cash in. And certainly, you know, having Bobby's touchdown come off the board, uh, it was a bad fourth down call by me. You know, they played cover zero. I think there's also just the discipline aspect. I mean, we were getting killed with penalties. And it's, it's taking points off the board. It's extending drives. We got to be, um, you know, when it gets chippy, you got to keep your poise. You can't be losing players to, a, you know, a personal foul, getting in a shoving match on the sideline. So that was disappointing.
1: You know, Rogers talked about some of the bright moments, I guess, which there were some, some good moments. But overall, man, it just, <laughs> you know, again, it just goes down as another loss.
7: Yeah, and, you know, uh, we also found out the little Fleur told the NBC crew that, uh, you know what, he had a special teams meeting uh, with the captains, just the captains on Wednesday afternoon. That's probably why we waited so long for Rogers to come out and talk to us. And Rogers said that this was a better week of preparation.
1: We could practice the energy in the pregame in the locker room. was different. It felt like Packers again. For, like, for whatever reason, we didn't have the confidence for a few weeks. We weren't playing with a lot of energy. We weren't amped up before the game. So I like the way we felt before the game. Maybe it's was Sunday like football. Maybe it was being counted out. Maybe it was uh, this environment. But I like uh, <clears throat> that's encouraging. But the play in the first half wasn't very encouraging. Now, with the state of what this football team is in right now, Karen, um, with the lack of continuity in the passing game, do you feel that there's any added pressure I don't
3: really know how to answer that, to be honest with you. I don't feel any added pressure. I like more on me. Uh, I enjoy the pressure, enjoy the opportunities to throw the ball down the field. and Hopefully we can uh, get some opportunities next week. We need some guys
1: healthy, though. You know, it, you hope that he's the leader everybody needs him to be, Mike, because now they're really up against it with the hole they've dug this early in the season.
7: And Chippy, this game starts out Chippy. Yeah. Uh, the, the game starts off with Jair Alexander and Stefan Diggs, both teams coming out through the same tunnel before the game. Diggs shoving Jair, and Jair kind of talking back. And so Diggs was asked about, is there some history between you and the Packers and your time with the Vikings?
3: I mean, a little bit. I haven't really thought about it, you know what I'm saying, because I haven't you were played the Packers. before the game? Nah, I wasn't thinking about it like that because, I mean, my opponent changes each and every week as far as, like, uh, I used to play them in the past. So it wasn't like something I anticipated him, I don't know, doing the shit that he did. I didn't anticipate that. Well, I, started? I don't know who started. I finished it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, got a I got to win. I got the win. It's not a, uh, I don't deal with more victories. I don't deal with one-on-one battles because this is not a one-on-one game. We're not out there playing seven on seven and this is not one-on-ones. If that's the case, I'm by myself. But this is a team effort. You know what I'm saying? I got a dub. I feel like uh, at the end of the day, there are no more victories. Was there more more talking in this game than usual? It's the most talking it's ever been with another team, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know why. You know, we don't really do too much talking. You've seen us week in and week out. We just go in and try to get the job done, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, it happens this way sometimes. I don't care. No matter how how a game uh, approaches, you know what I'm saying? I'm a leader in this football team. I'm going to continue to be a leader, and I'm going to lead by example. Uh, I don't get pushed around by nobody.
1: You know, Mike, uh, you know, okay, defensively speaking, it got chippy. But what I was happy to see was, and again, maybe it's too little too late, but the Packers discovered they can actually run the football if they stick to it.
7: And they came out in the fourth, you know, in the second half, uh, throwing, uh, what was it, a pick. Uh, Then they, you know what, they went to the run. And they end up with the night over 200 yards rushing, both from Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon getting twisted around and still going back into the game. With a couple of more carries, and defensive, you know, background coach Sean McDermott from the Bills was asked, "Was he surprised how much Green Bay ran the football in the second half, even though they were trailing by 17?"
6: Um, I mean, I don't, That's not. That's not a reason. The run game that they had the run game cooking before that. So, uh, and then when they did, down 17, um, a little bit, but with Aaron Rodgers too. He just he has an uncanny way to bring his team back in a, in a hurry. So they probably feel comfortable in that situation doing that, knowing who they have at quarterback and and how well he operates and how quickly he can score. I, I was I was maybe a little bit surprised, but not it, it wasn't out of the question that they would run the ball in those situations.
1: And they had success doing it. Uh, so I you know I I give them credit, and maybe we'll see more of that. But uh, you go back to the defense. At least the defense after giving up five straight scoring drives. They, you know, rose to the occasion with a couple of interceptions.
7: Yeah, and you know, Josh Allen's going to throw some when he rolls out. He admitted he made a couple of mistakes with those two picks he threw to Jair and Rasul in the second half.
1: Obviously, that second half, wish we had a few things back, mm-hmm. got a little out of groove and just did some uncharacteristic things. You know, can't make those decisions. Can't put our team in a situation where, you know, the only way that team get, gets back in it is by turning the ball over, and uh, two stupid ones that really had no business throwing. The um, second one was just really trying to dirt it and just didn't, didn't dirt it. So um, those happen. We'll learn from it. You know, coming off a of bye at the end of the day, we're 6-1. and one. Uh, I know we got a, a team that's playing really well next week in New York. So uh, learn from this one, put it behind us, and, and look forward towards next week. Mike, we're going to break it all down again tomorrow, but uh, appreciate it as always, pal. Thank you, Bill. All right, buddy. There you go. That's Mike Clemens giving us a little bit to think about. Before we head off to bed tonight as the Green Bay Packers uh, just, you know, now, like Aaron Rodgers said, it felt like Packers again. Maybe it's something that uh, is a springboard moving forward. Maybe it's a one-time thing. Who knows? But, uh, you know, they're going to live to fight another day, but they're running out of days. Do you have hope? We'll wake up and talk about that again tomorrow on the program one more time one more time at Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York before a crowd of 70,863 on hand to see it. It was the Buffalo Bills, 27 and the Green Bay Packers, 17. Thanks to all of you listening all throughout Parts Unknown and those of you watching on the Bud Light live stream, I certainly appreciate it. Thanks for hanging in there with us tonight. As always, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Time for us to get out of here. Have a good one. Get some sleep.